This is another message from Glory City Church by Pastor Catherine Renala. For more information, go to glorycitychurch.com.au. Well, welcome to all our new visitors. It's wonderful to have you with us. Welcome to Glory City Church. One of my most favorite places to be on the planet. <laughs> Hallelujah. It is. It just really is. Our heart here at, at um, Glory City is to really, our foundation scripture is, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples, that you love one another. We really want to be a company that loves well. And, uh, and that is not just paid staff doing the work of, of trying to love on people, but the body of Christ really recognizing that we've been called to bless one another, to encourage, to, to let the light of God shine through us. Hallelujah. And uh, we don't come in with a consumer mentality, but with a desire to be a blessing, a desire to love one another. So I want to encourage you um, to stick around next week for our family dinner, get to know some of your family. And I have some conversations. It's always a wonderful time. Hallelujah. Well, Father, we say thank you. Thank you for your presence. Holy Spirit, come. You're so faithful, Daddy. We love you. We bless you. We honor you. We worship you, Jesus. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns. From heaven above with wisdom, power, love, our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, love, our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. Hallelujah. We are just celebrating how amazing God is. Has anybody, I'm not going to make you jump up on the microphone, but has anybody got something in their heart to give thanks for this week? A few of you. Ah, yes. That tipping point that we're talking about, I really believe, comes with an overflow of thanksgiving, an overflow of rejoicing and joy. Amen. And we, we uh, enter in his presence, there's fullness of joy. Yes? That's good. I like a church that talks back. In his presence, there's fullness of, good, of joy. Yes? And the Bible tells us we enter his gates with thanksgiving in our hearts. If you've been having a struggle to really experience the presence of God and the joy of the Lord, which is your strength, then I want to encourage you just to be deliberate to get up and begin to give thanks. You know, the Bible says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. That is, tell your soul what to do rather than let it tell you what to do. Sometimes your soul will say, I just feel like staying at home and watching a movie and switching off from all my problems. But you need to say, hey, my feelings are not in charge of what I'm going to do. The Spirit of God in me is the boss. Hallelujah. And you begin to tell your soul, 
Begin to give thanks. Why are you downcast within me? Begin to rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah. And begin to give thanks. Be deliberate to begin to give thanks. You know, there's a fight going on for your joy. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering. It goes on. But joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Joy is is. What keeps us going in the kingdom? It's the strength. It's the powerhouse. And it comes from the presence of the Holy Spirit. He is our strength. And in Him, there's fullness of joy. But all of these beautiful things that are available to us need to be taken hold of. We need to go and get it. We need to grab it. We need to say, yes, Lord, be it unto me according to your word. We need to take it. Sometimes in the kingdom, we see this banqueting table spread before us and we don't understand that we have to access it by actually getting up and and in faith, taking hold of what has been laid up for us. Hallelujah. It's a little bit like somebody looking at a shop and thinking, oh, I'd love to have, you know, a piece of cake or I'd love to have this or I'd love to that. I'm so hungry. I wish I could just have that sandwich. And standing there and, and wishing that they would have it. But actually, in order to get it, it is available to them. They just have to take up some money and, and go and exchange the money for what they're hungry for, right? In the kingdom of God, the currency that we exchange is faith. You're very quiet. God has laid a banqueting table. It is free. You don't have to pay for it. But it's like these coffee vouchers. It's free. But you actually have to go and get it. And there is a banqueting table of joy laid up for you every day. There is, there is joy. There is peace. There is righteousness. There is hope. There is health. There is everything that you need. There is finance. Whatever you need, God has laid it up for us. And we, by faith, need to get up and say, thank you, Lord. I receive that. I thank you, Lord, for joy. And we, begin, we need to begin to cooperate with the helper. The helper knows exactly how to help you enter into all that he's called you to do. And the Holy Spirit, our helper, will remind you, begin to give thanks. That's how you enter into his presence. You want joy? Okay, begin to rejoice. Begin to th- think on the good things that God's done. I want to read to you... Um, where I was reading from on Friday night. We had such a beautiful time Friday night. I'm so looking forward again uh, this Friday for what God's going to do. But Philippians chapter 4. And I'm going to um, just read today from uh, the Passion Translation, verse 4. It says here, Be cheerful with joyous celebration in every season of life. Hallelujah. Let joy overflow, for you are united with the anointed one. Let gentleness be seen in every relationship, for the Lord is ever near. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell Him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, 
beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. Now God's hearts for us is that we would rejoice. And then He says it again, rejoice. Because He knows that the enemy is out there to throw a blanket of oppression over anybody who will receive it. Have you ever felt like, I don't understand why I feel heavy? Well, I want to encourage you. God understands you better than you understand you. I get very encouraged that God understands me because I'm a very complicated person. And He gets me. Hooray! He understands everything about me and enjoys me and knows what I'm going through and understands even more, much more than I understand what's going on in my heart and in my life. And he, he says, this is how you can enter into joy. This is how you can live a life full of peace. Hallelujah. Not heavy, not burdened, not weighed down. But he says, I want to be involved in every aspect of your life. He says, start like this. Begin to rejoice. Begin to give thanks. That is, begin to think about things that you're grateful for. I mean, you can be grateful you're alive. You can be grateful that you've been saved by the blood of the Lamb. There's two things. You can be grateful that you're you're not living under the threat of, of death every day. Hallelujah. And as you begin to give thanks, your, your focus begins to shift. You know, we reflect what we behold, don't we? If you're beholding your problems, you're going to reflect it onto everybody else. But if you begin to re- behold the goodness of God, begin to think about the things that He's done, the goodness of God, you begin to <gasps> let Him lift up your head. And you begin to look at Him and you begin to remember and worship starts to flow. Hallelujah. You begin to come into the presence of the Lord and His joy, His supernatural joy begins to flood your heart. You know, a lot of the times I've fallen into the trap of actually thinking to myself, I'll be happy when. When I get this breakthrough, then I can actually be peaceful and happy. That is a trap. Because the moment you get that, there's something else that you need or want and you'll never actually come to the place where you let yourself be happy. So your happiness is not dependent on the breakthrough. God actually has a supernatural place of joy where He wants to release hope (laughs) that is actually genuinely, supernaturally glorious. That will cause your eyes to shine. Hallelujah. He's shining ones. I can see shining ones here. And it's peace that passes understanding. It's joy inexpressible and full of glory. Hallelujah. It's the face that that Stephen had when they were cursing him and stoning him. They 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 said that his face shone like that of an angel when they were bringing all the accusations against him, his face was like, that is supernatural, hallelujah. And it's available, it's on the table. I'll just get happy about that. I'll have a whole heap of that, thank you, Daddy. 
da shakalaba. <laughs> we talk about these things as though, you know, it's a, it's a distant narrative, some sort of story, when it's actually mine, here, now. <laughs> you don't have to wait to get happy, okay? You can actually start to be happy now. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. <clears throat> so he says, and I shared this on, on Friday. I won't, um, won't uh, re-preach it, but I just want to recap a little bit. He says, basically, be anxious for nothing. Don't be worried about anything. But here's what you do. Tell me everything that's going on. Bring it all to me with everything. Pray. I love the way that Brian puts it here in this, this translation. He says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life. It's so powerful. When you begin to let yourself have relationship with God, you go, hang on, yes, we have relationship. Yes, but most of you are not actually taking advantage of it to the full. God's desire is to be your ever-present help all the time in everything, in every single detail. Happy is the person that gets help all the time. Really, really favored is the person that knows how to tap in to the, the magnificent help of the Holy Spirit on a continual basis. More, Jesus. And that's why we need to encourage each other. Remind each other when the enemy is trying to deceive you, when he's trying to discourage you, when he's trying to bring up heaviness and oppression that you can't even understand. We need to encourage each other. Rejoice. Let's think about, let's talk about something good. It's, it's why I play my game that I talk about so often. All my interns know about it. It's, I, be, I began doing this when I was really going through some personal struggles. And um, people would, I, I was really praying for one of my children. And, and people would ask me, I'd be traveling and they'd ask me over breakfast. And I'm, I'm not really a morning person. Um, don't really do mornings, but hallelujah. I'd get up and I'd be having my breakfast and they'd want to talk about how's it going with that situation. And immediately my heart would go, <sighs> I thought after a while, I thought I'm not even going to go there, not going there today. So I decided to just make up this game. I'd take control of the situation before it could actually get there. So I'd say, good morning, everybody who would be having breakfast with me. And I'd say, let's play a game. I'd say, let's just go around the circle while we eat our sausages and bacon and, and just make a declaration about something that God has put in your heart. Begin to declare those things that be not as though they are and begin to dream and to, to speak it out loud. And you know, when you get with safe people, you know, that want to spur you on to love and good deeds. It's a really wonderful mood enhancer to begin to deliberately set your thoughts on things above. Set your thoughts on the, the dreams and the visions that God's got for you. Begin to deliberately do it. I heard Danny Silk say one day um, when he turned 40 
that the Lord challenged him to write down a hundred dreams. And so he began and he got to about 10 and he really struggled, a hundred dreams. And so he had to come up with things like, I'd like to swim with dolphins. <laughs> you know? just, he ran out of things and he just got, had to get creative. But as he wrote it down and began to you know, tell his wife and began to tell people what was on his list, you know, his close family, he started to become amazed that he'd go places and people would say, hey, we've just organized for you to swim with dolphins today. <laughs> he'd go, how random. But actually, God gives us the desires of our heart. He puts them in there. He wants to be lovely to you. He does. You think, well, why would he want you to swim with dolphins when, he need, when you've got a family member that needs saving? Just go with it. <laughs> Stop trying to figure it all out and just let him help you be happy. You can rejoice in the midst of it all saying, I might not have the big thing I'm asking for now, but I thank you, God, that in the midst of this, you are building character, you are building hope, and you are releasing joy in me, and you're going to make this work out for good because you said all things work together for the good of those who love you and are called according to your purpose. I saw the pain, believing that I'm going to get double recompense for that. That's going to be awesome. And in the meantime, I'm going to really enjoy swimming with the dolphins. So anyway, I began to play this game and I'd make statements like, um, I'm on Sid Roth. I was. I will be again next year. Hallelujah. I'd say things like, my book's a bestseller. And it is. Hallelujah. So I say things like, my next book's going to be a bestseller. Hallelujah. Shakalabaha. And I'd have to get more and more creative because they came to pass. Hallelujah. And you might think, well, hang on, that sounds very boastful, very proud. No. Let me tell you, it actually gives your father delight that you would begin to think about the goodness of God. You begin to dream with him and you begin to recognize it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And he was destined to be glorious. He was destined to do great things. Hallelujah. Actually, don't care what you think because I'm having a happy time. <laughs> if it's no longer you who lives, but Christ who lives in you, what do you think your life's supposed to look like? I'm not saying that it's always going to be roses. I tell you, there are persecutions. There are, there are difficulties, but you can give thanks in the midst of all of that, knowing that he makes it all work out for my good, hallelujah, that this is just more uh, foreign currency that I can exchange, hallelujah, that in the midst of this, not only am I going to grow in faith and character, God is going to work this out so gloriously that he's going to be glorified and others are going to say, I want to know the God you serve, hallelujah. I'm into being happy. I've done the other. It's not a good way to live. It's not nice for the family around you. They say the mother is like the thermostat in the home. If you haven't got a happy wife, let me tell you, wives, husbands, it's not your spouse's job to make you happy. 
It's wise to try, but it's not your, it's not, it's not your spouse's job. You can get joy by simply asking the Holy Spirit for help. And He will help you. He'll show you the Word of God. And He tells you, if you're worried about anything, talk to me about it. Tell me every detail. Bring it to me and begin to pray. You know, I get convicted because I often begin to realize that even though I talk about prayer and I love to pray, I often forget to pray about things that are weighing heavily on my heart. I sort of can, can get deceived into living in this wishful place of I hope something happens, but not actually recognizing that I haven't asked God about that. And the Bible says, ask and keep on asking, knock and keep on knocking. So God's looking for us to bring these things, to begin to process with Him every day, every detail of our lives. He delights in having you open up and expose your heart to Him. I, I get so happy when my children want to share details of their life. Ah, Lorraine knows. Mothers, give me a wave if you get joy out of your children sharing details. Seriously. It gives you joy, doesn't it? God gets so much joy about sharing the details of your life. And in fact, he says, I know how to help you in every one of those details. So when I wake up in the morning, before I even get out of bed, I just like to sit there and begin to pray and begin to, to say, Lord, what's weighing on my heart? What am I concerned about? What am I thinking about? Help me. Then I begin to identify it. Okay, I'm worried about this. I'm concerned about that. I pray, Lord, and I give it to you and I ask him about it and I ask him for help. And then I say, thank you, God, for your goodness. Thank you that you're helping in that situation. And he wants us to bring every part of that, every request, every anxiety, every single bit of weight that the enemy would try to throw, every detail of your life, he wants you to be praying about it. But we, we can read that, we go, yes, that's a good thing. But wouldn't it be amazing if we actually applied it? If we'd actually take this scripture and begin to apply it and begin to live a lifestyle of prayer, where I wake up in the morning and I just begin to, to ask and give thanks. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And then you know what he tells us to do? He says, once you've done this, he says, now think on things that are pure and lovely and of a good report. Things that are authentic and real and beautiful and noble. God's saying, deliberately recognize your inner war and take captive every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of who Christ is. Christ is the answer. Christ is joy. Christ is hope. Christ is love. Christ is, is my breakthrough. He is my delight. Hallelujah. And if it doesn't line up with who Christ is, if it's not pure and lovely and of a good report, then I need to take it captive, cast it down and replace it. And so that's how I did it. I, I used to try and do the cast down thing, but I forgot to replace it with something good. And then I, so I'd be just continually trying to swat flies. But I tell you, you've got to fill it up with what's good and what's pure. That's why I love to read. I love to read testimonies. I love to read good books. I like to read the Word of God. I like to listen to it. When I'm getting ready, I have the audio Bible playing. I, and I love to... Um, 
be deliberate in my conversations, challenge each other at, by playing this game and, and just begin to speak. What are you dreaming about? What are you thinking about? Let's talk about what God's going to do. How good is it going to be? Hallelujah. What's it going to feel like when? Hallelujah. To begin to, to make declarations. And I'd I just go around and make these declarations. We do it as a family all the time, and it, it can start at any moment. And they'll go, ha, ah, they're playing the game. And begin to make declarations. And I tell you, it's, it's as we begin to enter into that realm of faith where we say, I can see it, and I'm saying it as though it's actually happening already, we begin to activate the will of God in our lives. Hallelujah. Who believes it's the will of God to be glorious in your life? Well, we need to actually make room for it in our hearts and in our thinking. We need to allow ourselves to start dreaming the dreams of God, to start killing the, uh, the false humility that would say, don't you dare start to think big things. Don't dare start to think big things if Christ isn't in you, but if He is, don't dare to not. Christ's heart, Christ's desire is not that you would be a little light hidden under a bushel of, of culturally acceptable false humility. Blech. We got one life. You can live it according to society's norm or you can be a blazing, shining, glorious light that the nations are going to stream to. And if you've got an attitude in your head that, well, if it's going to happen, it'll happen, you're saying he's laid a banqueting table, but if he really wants me to have it, you know, he'll come and force feed me. That's not the way that the Holy Spirit is. He's looking for you to actively engage in faith and say, yes, Lord, I receive that. Thank you, Lord. I'll take that. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. I enjoy that. I'll have that. Be it unto me. Hallelujah. He says he's laid up good works in advance for you to do. You're not going to discover them if you just decide to lie on the couch all day, every day. But if you get up and say, Lord, you said... Good works have you laid up in advance for me today. What do you want to do? What are you doing? Let's go. Would you like me to do this? What, what do you think about this? And you know what? He gave, gives us divine initiative and waits for us to be able to give it voice. He's looking for the Peters who'll say, Lord, if that's you, tell me to come to you on the water. There are adventures for those who would dare to dream. It's good. Hallelujah. You'd, you'd, you'd be surprised at what I, what I declare. I, the, the things that happen, it's just, it's just outrageous. Like I remember... Um, Joel and Candice and some others went on a, on a cruise with John Arnott and, um, and they had a wonderful time. And it, it suddenly occurred to me, I went, 
oh, that'd be pretty awesome to preach on a cruise with some awesome people. I'd love to do that. I'd love to. So I turned to my family and said, I'm going to preach on cruises. And within three months, I had my first invitation to preach on a cruise. <laughs> Elisa's going to come with me. She's making a declaration. Well, just randomly, I haven't said that for a, a long time. I, I, did, I did my cruise. It was awesome. Yay, I got to be the speaker on the cruise. Hooray. How fun. Anyway, I was with Brian and Candice last weekend. And Brian says, hey, how about August 2016, you and Tom and me and Candice, we go and uh, we do an Alaskan cruise and you and me, we be the speakers. I went, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> you can come. Hallelujah. You go, hang on, this is so, this, this just sounds fleshy. Really? Try and do it in the flesh. You say, well, what about, what about, you know, all the serious things? Yes, he wants to do all of that too. Guess what? You start asking the Holy Spirit to show you the desires he's putting on your heart. You'll be amazed. The things that come out of my heart. Oh God, this morning, if my declarations this morning. Oh Jesus, I was praying as I was lying in my bed before I got out of bed. Oh God, I so want to see the paralytics walking. As I'm reading the book of Acts and I'm, I'm hearing about the paralytics. You said paralytics, God, I want to see the paralytics. I'm going to see paralytics walking this year. Hallelujah. That was my declaration this morning. And then I went, man, I want quadriplegics too, Jesus. I'm going to see quadriplegics this year. Moving, walking by the power of God, spontaneously, instantly healed. Why not? I read about Heidi Baker having a whole lot of deaf ears open. I went, I want that. I want that. I'll have that. Well, now it's like a signature thing that he does. It seems like every meeting I, I go to when I visit, deaf ears open up. I've seen probably 10 in the last four or five months, totally deaf ears, God opened them up. You go, is that coincidence? No, God's saying, I have more than you know how to ask for. You're very quiet. I'm giving you good stuff here. This is, this is the top shelf stuff. God wants to help you. He wants you to dream bigger than you've ever dreamt before. He say, it's here for the taking. Why doesn't my church wake up and come and sup with me? I remember being in prayer one day, uh, just in worship, in a worship service um, many years ago. And I was worshiping the Lord and I had a vision and I saw... Um, I saw this room and it was filled with beautiful, it was gold and it was beautiful in the presence of God and it was an inner chamber. And the Lord said to me, I want to host you. I thought, well, I don't understand. What do you mean, Lord? And then I began to realize that so often in our worship attitudes, our worship services, we invite the Holy Spirit to come. We set the time and the place and we say, come, Holy Spirit, you come and you can have your way in this time. And that's awesome. But God was saying to me that when we host God on our terms, we are limited to what we can present to him. If someone comes to my house for a coffee, they are limited 
to what I have in my cupboard. And God began to say, I want you to come up into my room and into my house because then I can go to my cupboard and bring out whatever I want. And I thought about that. I went, ooh. And he was talking about lifestyle, that God was not wanting us to live as paupers that invited God into our situations, but to surrender completely and run into his house, not as a beggar, but as a bride that says, this is mine too. And I said, thank you, Jesus. I want you to get it because if you get it, the whole world will benefit. You are seated in heavenly places with Him. He's given you authority over all the works of the evil one. The awakening is upon us. Begin to open up your eyes, lift up your heads, and let the King of glory bring you in. He wants to flood and fill you to the place where you begin to recognize that in Him I live and move and have my being. Hallelujah. In Him I can do all things resting in Him. That word in, in that scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, is the same as um, in Him we can, all, we can do all things. That, that word there in the Greek actually means to be positioned at rest. I can do all things positioned at rest in Him. That is recognizing, yes, hallelujah, I am not a beggar outside hoping that something will happen, but I have been given authority to get up, to begin to, to, uh, to rest in the, in the reality that this has already been done for me and I can partake of it now. I can have it now. Hallelujah. I can do all things when I wake up to the reality of what he's given, what he's done, what he says. If I don't maintain a passive attitude, that, that position of rest is not a passive attitude. It's actually an awakened attitude to the reality of, oh, I'm seated in heavenly places. Mm, I hope you understand. Give me a wave if you understand what I'm saying. Oh, that's good. Give me another wave if you're going to do something about it this week. <laughs> that makes me even happier. I tell you, this game's pretty good. And the heart of Jesus is that you would begin to dream his dreams that you'd begin to enter in by faith, by, by deliberately praying, by deliberately bringing everything to him. Let him undo the knot of your personality. He, I, I, I come to him like this tangled ball of string and I ask him for help. Help me bring every detail to you. Here's a detail. But here's a detail. I pray about this and I ask you for help in this. And oh, by the end of it, hallelujah, he's restored my soul and he brings me into his banqueting table. Hallelujah. And I have the joy of beginning to recognize that I am no longer a victim trying to survive in this life, but I have been made more than a conqueror and I've been commissioned to let the glory of God shine through me and touch and impact the world around me. 
time to get up, church, to wake up from your slumber, to shake off the shackles of depression and discouragement and fear and anxiety, and to bring it bit by bit, piece by piece. There's something you can do and you have a choice. You can sit and you can let it weigh on you or you can take it as divine currency and exchange it. Lord, I've got this worry and I exchange it for hope. <laughs> I exchange it in faith knowing you're going to give double recompense for that. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for my beautiful people here, your children. God, I pray the blessing of God to rest on them, to see, to know, and to believe. God, the good things. Lord, you said, your servant David said that I would have lost hope had I not believed I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Lord, let the, the hope of the goodness of the Lord be released in their hearts tonight, Lord. I'm asking, Spirit of God, that you'd stir them up, wake them up out of their slumber. I declare oppression breaks off their life now in the name of Jesus. Freedom. Lord, I thank you for eyes to see. I ask for holy eye salve, that they begin to see as you see, begin to see the truth, and that they would know the truth and that the truth would make them free. God, I ask for it in your holy name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just celebrate. Yay, Jesus. Thank you, God, for hope. <laughs> Help us to dream your dreams, Jaddy. Hallelujah. Shalabasa. But in just a moment, we're going to take communion together and celebrate. And I might just challenge you. Maybe while we take communion in our little groups, we might just do one round of the game. Be good. Do you need an example of how it works? Aaron, Sarah, Beck, Jesse, Kim, come quick. Quick, quick, quick. Run, run, run. Fast as you can. Abby, come on, quick. This is how it works. Quick ones. We're going to play the game. <laughs> we make a declaration. This is what you're going to do. All right, you ready? Ready, set, go. I'm going to preach with Christine Kane. Yeah. I'm going to lead worship to thousands of people. Amen. I'm going to preach in stadiums. When I walk through the streets, people encounter the presence of the Lord. Yeah. I've just got number one songs that are about Jesus that have been secularly um, number one. I'm going to see every young person in Queensland given the opportunity to know Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, every time people come into my clinic, they're going to experience the presence of God and be healed. Wow. I'm going to see 100% healing for everyone I pray for. I'm going to see an end to depression. I'm taken to heaven on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm going to see Jesus coming to my store daily. Oh, amen, amen. I find it so easy to lead people to Christ everywhere I go. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to see people's chains break off every day. Amen, amen. I'm going to start a dance ministry and get kids off the streets. Amen, amen. Uh, I just find it is to building for a church. <laughs> amen. <laughs> I'm going to see every person in my workplace saved. I'm going to see whole people groups and demographics delivered at once. Oh, very good. See, it's a bit fun, hey? 
It's good. I'm calling in houses and farms where people can come and get restored. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Shabbat. You got the idea. If you don't like it, that's okay. You'll become aware of the fact that this works. And it's wonderful. <laughs>